הר אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבתוכנו, כל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש עם השם בארצם במבחן לרבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסוד עולם נחן עובר מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן נפה גננח נחמן נחמן ואומן זכותם תגן עננו וכל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם נדמה לרבנו ובעזרת השם נפנש אוף תורה י"ז. Very awesome תורה. We're going to start with the story of Rav Safra and the Gemara. Ot Chet, section 8. Ve ze perush, and this is an explanation. Rav Safra Mishtai, Rav Safra once related, Zimna Chada Hava Kazlina Baschinta, one time we were traveling on a ship, Ve Chazina Hu Kavra, and we saw this fish, Da Pikresha Mimaya, which had its head above the water, it released its head above the water, Ve Itle Karne, and it had horns, And engraved on this fish's horns were what? The words, I'm the lightest creature within the sea. So that was what was engraved on the, the horns of this fish. I'm the lightest creature in the sea. How long was this fish? It was 300 parsaot long. And I went to the mouth of the Leviathan. Amar Rav Ashi. What did Rav Ashi say? How idza de yama have This is called the sea goat. The fish which Rav Safra is describing is called the sea goat. Which stirs things up. And it has horns. So what's Beriakala? Lightest creature. It's one of the smallest creatures of the sea. to the mouth of the Leviathan, that it would eat me today. So this fish basically, um, went to the mouth of the Leviathan to be eaten. And how big was it? 300 pasal that was eaten by this Leviathan, to come to show you how big the Leviathan was. And this fish was already massive. And this was the smallest fish of the sea. Iza de Yama, the sea goat, that anything that there is on dry land, there is in the sea, except for the mule, um, as is brought in the Gemara, etc., etc. Divchisha. What's Divchisha? That it stirs things up. It digs in the sea with its horns to seek out its sustenance, its food. Okay. Now we see the story. We still don't understand what it really means, but now Rabban is going to teach us the depth behind the Gemara. So, Bezat Hashem. We saw this fish that released its head above the water. When it says fish, this is the good. This is the portions of the souls of Israel which are among the which are the gerim, ima gerim, with the, with the souls of these converts. As we mentioned above, dagim asifatan humetahartan. Because fish merely have to be gathered in to be kosher for eating. Just the fact that they're gathered in means they're kosher. They don't need any sort of shechita. This is the same is true of the souls of Israel. The Jewish souls. His spirit and his soul are gathered to him. Just like dagim asifatan that the fish That the fish being gathered in is its aspect of kashrut, is its holiness. Just that they're gathered in is what makes them kosher. Same is true of the souls of Israel. 
that they are what? That they're soft, that they're gathered in as well. So they're considered a fish because the same language of asifa gathering in is used by both of them. And the same is true of the gerim because what did it say about the converts? And teilim nedive amin the nobles of the nations nesafu they were gathered in. So we see here that the gerim, the converts, are also part of this aspect. And this is why the sages are called what? Masters of gatherings. Masters of gatherings. Because they are collecting the good with the converts. Meaning when the converts come back, they are collecting this good that is among them. And this is the good. And this good with the converts. Among the converts. Lifted its head above the water. Meaning when the good comes back with the converts, what happens? The intellect emerges from the drowning of these stormy waters. These evil waters, which, are this, which is the foolishness that tries to flood the intellect. These evil waters, which is the Yetzirah, the foolishness, that tries, the klipot, which tries to overcome the good. No longer has power because what happens? The good comes back with the gerim that come back. So the gerim's job, when they come back to the Jewish nation, what they do essentially is they bring back all the good, all these souls of Israel that were conquered by the goyim, and they bring them back to the proper place so that sechah now can be perfected and can overcome foolishness. This part of the story. That we see here, that engraved on its horns were, I'm the smallest creature of the sea, and it was 300 parts out long, and it went into the mouth of the Leviathan. So when it says Kana, Kana horns, this is the reference to Taka, Shehu Bechinat Hon Yosif Reim, that wealth adds many friends, right, that we talked about above. Shehu Ikara Keren Hakayem in Aramaba. Because what is charity? This is the Ikara Keren, the main capital which remains in the world to come, meaning your money in the next world, hakeren, which, by the way, keren comes from the word um, keren, which is horn. So here keren is translated as capital or money, but it also means horn. That the keren that remains of a person after this world is tzaka. That Munba said, my grandfather, my, my, forefa- my forefather stored down below, and I stored up above. Meaning, I stored up above through my tzedakah. And engraved upon it, when it says in the story, that engraved upon the, the horns, meaning through tzedakah, which is what we just explained, the horns, because the horns comes from the word keren, which is capital or money, which means tzedakah is your capital in the next world. So through tzedakah, one creates a chakikah, an engraving, which is the engraving that we talked about of the writing that we mentioned. His fame went within all the countries, traveled through all the countries, to the good that is conquered among the Goyim, in order to wake them up, to come return to their source. Meaning this fame, which is these writings, the speech of the Tzaddik, which then gets written inside the Sefarim of the Goyim, goes to wake up those gerim, those neshamot of Israel, which are conquered by the goyim. Because the good remembers itself. The neshamot of the ger remembers where it comes from deep within. It just needs to see that writing. 
And it says in the story, I'm the lightest creature of the sea. Meaning what? I'm the lightest creature. What does that mean? I'm the, uh, I am above all the worlds. Yam. What does it mean, Yam, when it says si? When it, Yam is made up of two letters, Yud and Mem. So what is Mem? Mem are the four worlds because Mem is the aspect of the four corners. Look at the Mem of Yam. It's Mem Sofit. It has four corners. It represents the four worlds. Also, Mem is Gematria 40. It's the aspect of four. Yud, what is Yud? So we see here, Yud is the aspect of wisdom, which is disseminating in all the world. So we see Yud, Yam, C is a reference to the world, the four worlds and all the wisdom that is within each world. Atzilut, Beria, Yetziran, Asiyan, and the wisdom that is, exists within each one. It says, that you created everything with wisdom, meaning all the worlds that you created, Hashem, are created with wisdom. So there's wisdom within each one. This is what it says. The lightest creature within the sea. Meaning, just like that light thing, that light matter, floats above. Meaning anything that's light floats to the top. The same is true of the soul, which is the good. Is above all the worlds. It floats to the top. Because that which is good, which is light, which is above everything else, floats all the way to the top. The fish was 300 parts long. Meaning the soul remembers that it was in the aspect of Israel that the soul of Israel ascends or ascended and arose within the Hashem's thought first. Meaning Shin Parsa. We're going to see here. 300 parts the soul is remembering where it comes from, which is in the thought of Hashem Yidbaach. And Hashem consulted her, that soul, meaning even the Neshama of the Ger, Hashem consulted because the Neshama of the Ger and its source is a Jew. It consulted that Jewish soul in the creation of the world. These are the architects who are dwelling in the fields with the king in his work. That the souls of Israel were consulted at the time of the creation of the world. Meaning, the soul of the the ger remembers that it was at such a great level before. But now it's being eradicated and lost among the goyim. God forbid. So now we're going to see how Shin Parsa, 300 Parsaot, represents this aspect of what we just talked about. Shin. It says Shin 300. This is. A reference to the machshava, the thought, which is divided into three heads. Machshavot, sichliot, machshavot, midotiot, machshava, masiot. There's three types of thoughts. Conceptual thoughts, machshavot, midotiot, emotional thoughts, machshavot, masiot, and practical thoughts. As it's brought down, um, I believe in, um, in Rashi, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But these are the three aspects of the machshava, which is Shin 300, which is the aspect of three. So these three types of machshavot. So 300 pasavot are the reference of this soul, which remembers it comes from the 300, which is what's the three aspect of the thought of Hashem. The three aspects of thought. And which thought? Specifically the thought of Hashem, which created the world with this soul in consulting this soul. 
Parsa, when it says Parsa, Bechinat Regel, Hanu Etzah. This is an aspect of Regel, the feet or the legs. And what is the legs? Etzah, advice. Kamo Shekatu, Kamo as it says, All the nation that was at your feet. It says about Moshe Rabbeinu. That the nation was at his feet. What did that mean? Hanim Shachim Achar Atzatcha, which were drawn after his advice. Meaning, after his feet is after your advice. So the feet are a reference to advice. Parsa is this idea. Which is the regel. Meaning the soul remembers that at the beginning it was in the thought. And that it was consulted. And it took and Hashem took advice from her in creating the world. But now it's within the mouth of the Leviathan. Meaning for destruction, for loss. And through this, by the fact that it's about to be lost among the Goyim, it has mercy upon itself and it wakens itself to return to its source. And this is what creates people who return to God and Gerim converts. This is the sea goat. That it stirs things up and it has horns. Iza, when it says goat, zebrinat oz, this is a play on the words oz, strength, might. This is fear that we talked about. As it says, you are the splendor of their might. We talked about the tefillin, the fear, the aspect that we just talked about above in the, in the first few sections of this lesson. Zebrisha stirs things up and this is the tzaddik. Who searches after the splendor of each and every Jew, as we mentioned above, that the tzaddik is looking for all the retonot of Hashem by finding the splendor within each Jew, in specificity, in generality, etc., etc. And this sea goat has horns. This is a reference to the verse. With your will, Hashem, you lift up our stature. So, what does that mean, as we talked about above? Meaning, once the ratzon is brought out, then the stature of the Jewish people are brought up. This is the love that is revealed through the tzaddik, as we mentioned, because through all the aspects that we just mentioned, the light of the tzaddik is revealed. And once the light of the tzaddik is revealed, because he's the one in charge for fear and love, then fear and love is brought into revelation. And the final section of this lesson, and it was as they were emptying their sacks. The sack. Meaning, that the heavens wore blackness with sack and it wore sackcloth, etc., etc. So when it says Shamaim, when it says heavens, this is a reference to Eshumaim that we talked about earlier. Fire and water, which is an aspect of fear and love. And whenever one empties the sack from the darkness. My bad. Meaning when one empties sackcloth and darkness from this fear and love, which is the heavens, but when one removes darkness from within this fear and love so that it's able to be projected and being able to be illuminated through the light of the tzaddik. Meaning the light of the tzaddik is concealed, God forbid. But now that it's being brought into revelation, you're removing this darkness. And each man has his bundle of kesef, his bundle of money within his sack. Each man, ha- each man had his bundle of money within his sack. 
צרוך כספו מנצל בנדו אוף מאני, זה מבחינת צדיק, זה רפרנס לצדיק, מבחינת צרוך הכסף לקח בידו, he took a bundle of money within his hand, אז זה משנה שהם הצדיקים, כמו שפרש רש"י שם. This is a reference to the צדיקים, רש"י says, that each צדיק has a bundle of money within his hand, or the צדיק takes a bundle of money within his hand, this is a reference to the צדיק, that through the emptying of the sack, which is done through the tzaddik, whenever the letter of tzaddik is being projected, one is able to reveal the Ahava and the Yira, which is the heavens. And they saw the bundles of their money, theirs and their fathers. Meaning they saw and they recognized meaning that the bundles of their money was dependent upon upon matter and form. What did that mean? This is what's called Hema, them and their fathers. Them is the aspect of the form or the, or the matter. Metsuha and the form is their father, I believe. Hema, the Chomer. When it says Hema, there, them, this is a reference to the Chomer matter. Shem Kleamase, which are the instruments of action. Vabihem and their father, who has this is the intellect, Shenikha Av, which is called Father Bechinat Av Bechokhmah. As we know, Father is a reference to wisdom, father and wisdom, as we say. They, also, Yosef was called Av Bechokhmah. They called him Avrech because he was an Av. He was the father in Chokhmah. Etc., etc., many things here. But we see the father is a reference to the intellect and the matter, or the son is, or them, in this verse, is a reference to the matter, which is the instruments of action. Hanukkah, this is what we mentioned above, meaning what does it mean to reveal the light of the tzaddik? This means that they merit to recognize and to understand, to taste, to see his great light. But all of that, to see the light of the tzaddik, it depends upon one thing. Perfecting your actions and purification of thought. And Yaakov, their father said to them, their, Yaakov, their father, is a reference to the rebuke of the intellect. That he rebukes matter. Which is the instruments of action. Which holds guilt upon the instruments of action. Meaning, what's the aspect of rebuke? The aspect of rebuke is to bring guilt to the to one's actions, meaning the father is rebuking them for the fact that their actions aren't refined yet. And they can't reveal the light of the tzaddik. This is what Yaakov says, basically you've made me childless, I think. But look at the word shikatem, the word sechel, shikatem sechel, it's the same letters. That through the bad actions, the disgusting actions, one causes a loss and destruction to one's intellect. Yosef Enenu, Yaakov Avinu says, Yosef Enenu, Yosef isn't here. This is a reference to the verse. Wealth adds many friends. The more wealth, the more friends. This idea that we mentioned above, Yosef is Yosef, obviously. Shimon Enenu, Shimon isn't here. Shomo, Shomo. Shimon, it's the same words. 
Shom'on and Shimon that his fame went throughout all the countries and Aser Adibachinat Hon Yosif Kanan. How is this created that one's fame is traveling through all the countries through the aspect of Hon Yosif, great wealth. When one gives Tzedakah, one creates this aspect. He creates many friends and the fame travels, etc., etc. The love is purified, the air is purified between them. That it says that the Mizbeach was in the portion of the Toref, the predator. What is the predator? Shehu Binyamin. This is Binyamin. This is the reference to Binyamin. As we know in the Gemara Zvachim Nun Gimel Amud Bet, 53, page, uh, page, um, the second side of page 53, that the essential perfection of the intellect comes through this, which is what? The Mizbeach. Meaning one's intellect is rebuking and saying, Meaning what? That the essential lack and the unsettling of the mind is only because of one thing, because of one's actions. Meaning what? Is because of the lack of one's actions, the unrefining of one's actions, which is what the aspect which is dependent upon one's actions. And it was that of the act of tztaka, and it was of this act of tztaka, meaning tztaka is an act, but it's tztaka depend upon one's actions, meaning one tztaka, tztaka one gives depend upon how one refines his actions. And through refining one's actions, which allows a person to give tzaka, then one perfects one's intellect. Because by giving tzaka, one creates converts. And what is the mizbeach? It's the table of a person. It's the same idea. Just like we saw in the, in the Gemara. That just like the mizbeach atones for sin, so too the table of a person atones for sin. Meaning one who merits to eat in holiness. When one merits to eat in holiness, then one's intellect is complete. Then one merits to see the light of the tzaddik. And then one merits to receive fear and love, as we mentioned above, Baruch Hashem. So, Bezrat Hashem, we merit to apply this lesson, all these concepts, and to continue to pray about, upon this. Bezrat Hashem, may we have the merit to attain such levels and to apply the word of Rabbeinu, Bipshitu, Dovit Mimut.